Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara, joined by Chef Sakya Tagari, and we're delighted to be in your company up to 11 a.m. this morning. Assalamu alaikum, Sakya. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam. Alhamdulillah, how are you, Appa? Well, I'm well, and you okay? A lovely day, a beautiful day, not too hot, not too cold. Very comfortable weather we are experiencing. Alhamdulillah for that. Alhamdulillah, good weather after a good heat wave. And a bit of rain as well, yes. The, the rain was so much needed. And it came and it, it looked like it's going to rain a few days and it didn't rain, but Alhamdulillah for yesterday. Alhamdulillah, yes. Well, listeners, today our topic, our guest interview topic is on summer drinks. And today we will be chatting to Sister Zakia Muhammad. And she's on the Instagram page at Style by Z. And then thereafter, Zakia chat to us on moons, wantons and dumplings as well. Last week we were supposed to talk more about moons and wantons and dumplings, but uh, due to time constraints, we couldn't finish the uh, chat about that as well. And then uh, we're also going to be telling, uh, sharing recipes with you. Our guests will be sharing with us a raspberry glitter mocktail recipe. And then uh, I'm going to be sharing with you a selection of moon savory recipes. Uh, we're going to be telling you how to make moons dough. Then a chicken jalapeno moons recipe and a vegetable moons recipe as well. And um, well, we welcome any of your cooking, baking questions or concerns. You can WhatsApp us on 072-786-1548. And the question we're asking you today is, what's your favorite summer drink? And who did the most cooking in your home when you were growing up? We'd love to hear from you. 072-786-1548. Well, let's welcome Sister Zakia Muhammad to the Airways of Radio Islam. Assalamu alaikum, Zakia. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam. Thank you so much for having me, Appa Amara. It's so good to, to hear from you. And Appa and Sister Zakia, Jazakallah so much. Alhamdulillah, shukar. I'm well, thanks in yourself. Jazakallah for joining us and taking time out uh, for sharing some lovely information and the recipe on today's program, uh, Zakia. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad to be on your, on your airwaves. Jazakallah so much. Certainly a pleasure. Now, Zakia, what do you enjoy about summer? You know, Apamara, uh, just in general, you know, the warm days come with so much consistent sunshine. I think gender, I think with everybody, it just loves your mood. You know, there's so much going on outside and the kids are busy, everyone is busy. It just gives you like that that some that season of good goodness and leisure and everybody's happy and I don't know for some reason it just seems to seems to lift my mood. I th- I tend to get a lot of lot things done, a lot more things done in summer than in winter. To be very honest. <laughs> Yes, certainly. The, the days are big in summer, the weather is good, there's uh, flowers, there's butterflies in the air, there's so much mm. of... Uh, but winter also has its uh, um, comforts, it also has... It its, has its comforts. Yes, it's absolutely, yes. Definitely. Absolutely, yes. Now, what is the key to exploring new flavors? Does it work with trial and error? You know, Anima, what we actually found out when we were, were doing the Jing series, right, is that everything that, def- that looks pretty doesn't necessarily taste great. So, especially mm. when you're exploring new flavors with mocktails and that sort of thing, you know, there's a lot of things that you need to, to bear in mind. Now, I've, I've just, um, I, well, I went through our series and there's, um, there's basically three things that I generally would keep in, keep in consideration when we're exploring new flavors. It's that air of sophistication, you know. It's when you combine a variety of different delicious ingredients like your purees, your mixed herbs, that sort of things. Mm-hmm. Ingredients that go together. You know, you need to think of what would work together. 
especially in your drink. That's number one. Number two is your layered profiles. So um, a lot of people would think, hey, you know what, um, if, if you layer puree and then obviously you top it off with, with, um, with, with something like your lemonade or your, 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 your cola tonic or your soda waters and that sort of thing, it gives you a layered profile, but you need to add certain different things in there. So that's where we realize that when you're adding your mixed herbs, your garnishes, your flavored syrups, that gives you an amazing layered profile for your drink. And you taste it as soon as you taste a sip, take a sip of the drink. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is definitely, you know, we obsess with per- perfection. And a simple ingredient can either make or break your cocktail. Your, your, your mocktail, ma, sorry. So basically what happens is that I've noticed that a lot of, um, a lot of mocktail, in, um, mocktail recipes would call for like a lemonade or a, cola, a soda mm-hmm. tonic or, or those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to bear in mind what your family enjoys. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes a lot of families don't like the cola tonic, the, the, um, that, that tonic water flavor because they find it to be too fuzzy and too bitter. So you rather then substitute that with maybe a flavored water okay. or maybe a sparkling water. So mm-hmm. something that would obviously then, um, because a lot of times if you have to add those, those tonics to the, like, like, a, like, a, like a tonic water or whatever it is to the drink, it sometimes makes it a bit bitter and people don't really enjoy that. So it just depends on your taste profile, I think. Mm-mm. Yes, I told you. I think a flavored water is a good idea instead of using the other, like a Sprite or a Sprite it Zero. Is. Even a Sprite yeah, Zero is actually nice to use. It's less, less that, sugar the in there as well. Zero, mm. it is. And you know, the, I noticed that the Sprite was the um, cucumber and lemon. You know, you get the Sprite Lovely. variation with yes, the cucumber yes, and yes. lemon. Mm. Very nice, especially when you're adding to the mocktails. It's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you're going to be adding fruit, you know, so what are some of the frozen fruits we should keep in our freezers for drinks? So, um, Apa, um, Apa Mara, can I tell you, I always have frozen fruit in the freezer because our family loves smoothies and we're always making stuff with frozen fruit. So a lot of things that, especially for your drinks, berries is definitely a good thing. So your strawberries, your raspberries, your mulberries, blueberries, those sort of things. And mangoes, your kiwi, as well as your figs and pineapple. Those form very nice purees. Mm-hmm. Especially when you, you are mixing your drinks. They have like a very, very nice um, um, uh, texture when you're puring the fruit. So it really, really is nice to, to keep in your freezer. And especially, obviously, mangoes are now going out of season. Rather, you can get them, um, uh, st- uh, keep them in your freezer. Obviously, when you're making your drinks, it, it makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously, the, the frozen mm-hmm. fruit mark mm-hmm. also keeps your drinks cold, cold, colder for longer as well. So that's also an added bonus. Okay, you mentioned freezing kiwis. When you when you defrost kiwis, are you going to blend it in the smoothie? Wouldn't it be more water content in a kiwi if you're freezing it? It generally does have a more water mm. content, so that's why when we when we obviously doing uh, making our drinks, we try to not add. We, we we obviously take that into consideration. So you're not adding too much of liquid or whatever the case is, because you're still having your 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 kiwi still has a bit of that, that puree type of feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we try to drain it a little bit because especially, you know, the, the water content is a bit, and obviously that uh, dilutes a lot of the drink. Absolutely. So that's also one thing that you can, and also freeze it in ice cubes. It's very cute to, to freeze them in ice cubes. All right, yes. And, um, you know, you have shared some amazing drinks that has basically left us in awe. What has inspired uh, you for your recent post? You know, in, and I think you're going to be sharing that recipe with us. But I actually quite love know, your, your mocktail recipes. And it just sounds so cooling, you know, just looking at the picture, you know. You want to definitely no, make it and have it in a hot <laughs> summer day. 
No, definitely. You know, Malima, I think with the heat, what happened was um, we definitely were inspired. But also being a part of the trend, I'm always looking for new trends. You know, I'm a trend reporter. And there was this whole uh, big frenzy on TikTok recently that um, they had the the fancy ice series. So everybody was trying out these different fancy ices and that sort of thing. And obviously that was an inspiration to actually do the mocktail series. And also we did a collaboration with the Firdos, um, those cordial drinks, you know, Firdos, yes, they're yes. all over mm-hmm. everywhere. So we actually are in the process of doing a collaboration with Firdos. And that also was an inspiration to do the, um, the drink series. And we're going to do a lot more of it with Ramadan coming 49 days to go. So we're doing a lot more of the Jing series, especially for Ramadan, inshallah. Inshallah. And I think our uh, Ramadan days are going to be slightly longer, slightly more uh, warmer as well. So I think we can do with a lovely mocktail as well. Yes, definitely. And I think especially after Tarawi, we're doing, we're definitely doing, we, we're definitely doing a series of drinks that will, will, will work for Iftar and then even after Tarawi and, you know, things, just refreshing drinks, inshallah. Okay. I have a question here. The sister was new, can you use fresh, is it better to use fresh fruit or frozen fruit? Most likely, you know, a fresh fruit always gives it gives your your drinks a different taste. Especially if you're looking, if you're popping in your fresh raspberries and your fresh strawberries, it's always better to use fresh fruit generally. But especially, like you know, sometimes a lot of times you can't get a lot of a lot of the, a lot of the fruits are out of season. Especially when we're busy with drinks and stuff. So I mean, always keep the frozen fruit in your in your fridge because it always helps. Okay, and then the same listener wants to know uh, which blender you use. She uh, always can't to find up uh, a good blender as well. Okay, so currently we're using SMEG because the Calinarium has sent us a whole range of, of SMEG appliances, so that's what we use for the mocktails. But a lot of the hand blenders, I know the bar mix, it's called the, I don't know exactly yes. which brand is it mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm. The bar mix is absolutely brilliant to blend, especially blending your, your purees and stuff mm-hmm. when you're doing your drinks. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy. And it's okay. do, you, do you basically create your own mocktails, your juices? Do you just come up and add your, I'm going to add that fruit, I'm going to add that uh, drink in there, I'm going to add that ice, I'm going to make a bit of a syrup, I'm going to add that uh, concentrate, you know? Do you, do you, you, know, do you just come up with creative ways like that? Do you come up with a recipe? Generally, generally trial and error. But like I say, at the end of the day, it just specifically depends on what my family enjoys. Because a lot of the times they, they want, they, they, they love a lot of their fruit, but obviously they want to have it in different ways. And especially I have kids that I that are constantly hungry and they constantly want to eat and they constantly want things and they want different things as well. And because I'm constantly in the kitchen, there's always there's always you're always looking for for, for things to spruce up your dinner your supper table or when guests come over and that sort of thing. So there's a whole lot of different you know, there's, there's so many different inspirations that it comes from everywhere. But it basically, it's just you getting into the kitchen, trial and error, trying what works, trying what doesn't work. And like I say, you know, going back to my initial uh, comment where everything that look, generally looks pretty doesn't necessarily taste pretty. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to taste it. Like, like I, I'm, I've made that mistake a few times where I, I thought the drink looked absolutely pretty, but when we put it on the table, then it just wasn't something that was too enjoyable. So, so taste it out first. 
can yeah, see if, yes. if they will definitely enjoy it. But, but definitely inspiration comes from everywhere. It's just you getting involved in the kitchen and just trying out different things. And the smallest things like, I mean, putting raspberries in an ice tray or putting mm. strawberries in an ice tray or rubbing your glass with like some lemon juice and sugar. You know, these small things just make such a big difference to your drinks. Absolutely. I agree with you, Zakia. Now, please go ahead and share with us your raspberry glitter mocktail. And it's on your Instagram page as well. So please go ahead, Zakia. Okay, so please follow our Instagram page. It's Style by Z. We've got all the recipes on there. But this particular drink was very, um, it was actually very, um, I, I enjoyed it a lot because it was very, um, very, it wasn't as sophisticated as the rest and it was really, really refreshing. So basically what we did was, um, for the ice, what I've done is I put some frozen raspberries into a mini spherical ice mold. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I added some glitter. Um, just good grade glitter to the water and I froze it, froze mm -hmm. it, right? So we use, you generally use this glitter with a holographic shift okay. to give it that extra sparkle in the ice. And then basically to make the drink, I used the cherry um, syrup from Firdos, which is absolutely amazing. And I just topped it off with some um, ice cold lemonade as well as mint and lemon. So it's very simple to make. But if Mualima, you can look at the look at the picture on our Instagram page. It's absolutely pretty. It's a pretty drink. I it's did have one. It's a very nice drink. Pretty. It, it looks very yummy as well. And it it's definitely really works. Yummy. Try. Simple, tasty, and it's simple it's and tasty. Refreshing. It gets to the point. That's the exactly point. it. And when the ice melts, then obviously the the fruit also goes. Like the fruit flavors get infused into the drink. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really a refreshing summer drink. It's one of many that. We've made Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Zakia, Jazakallah Khair for joining us on Radio Islam for the lovely ideas mm -hmm. now to make mocktails as well. Matla grant you lots and lots of parak and accept all your duas as well. I mean, I mean, Jazakallah so much for having me. It is such a pleasure. And please follow our Instagram page. It's called Style by Z. We're always doing new things and obviously trying to inspire the housewives. Jazakallah Khair. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Well, it was Zakia Muhammad. You can follow her on Instagram at style by Z. Uh, that's at S T Y L E B Y Z triple E. And you've got some lovely mocktail recipes there for you to try out and enjoy as well. Well, let's go for a short break. When we come back, we're talking about moons, dumplings, and wontons. And also, we're taking all your cooking and baking questions or concerns. 072 786 Also, today's question is What's your favorite summer drink? And who did the most cooking in your home when you were growing up? Zero seven two seven eight six fourteen forty eight. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Welcome back, Zakia. Our guest on uh, on the interview, such a bubbly person. And what lovely ideas. When I was just looking at her Instagram page, it's so vibrant. And if you need to follow on Instagram, you can go ahead and look, look at the Instagram page. It's at style by Z. S-T-Y-L-E-B-Y-Z-Triple-E. At style by Z. And you can look at her Instagram page as well. You know, another idea I was thinking, you know, if you take your different types of teas, like your cherry tea, your raspberry tea, and you make a tea with that, and you can even just put it into ice cube trays. Um, that with your fresh fruit and like you were saying the Sprite Zero and you can make iced teas that way. You actually have ice with that lovely. Yes. Very uh, good in idea. In fact you're saying that so 
I know lots of people are Coke lovers, right? But everybody gets very annoyed when you have to add ice cubes into your Coke because it like kills the Coke. It makes it, it waters it down, so it blends the taste. And the other day, I'm not sure if I seen it on uh, Instagram or TikTok, and I just like, oh, why didn't I think of this? Um, freeze Coke in your ice cube tray. So you need to chill your coke down further you add in the frozen coke but as it defrosts it doesn't weaken your cold drink flavor because it's the coke that's frozen but it's still keeping your drink super chilled good idea <laughs> i was never thought of this you know i know i like it's like you know it's i suppose it's not we don't think about it it's just because we're not letting our imagination run wild um we're all capable of thinking of all these things but um i think we very reserved Yes, 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 you can say that again, yes, okay. All right, okay, let's talk about now, you know, what's it, okay, what exactly is a, a, a wanton? So our topic today is moons and dumplings and wantons, right? So if you literally look at a dumpling recipe on the internet, it's basically your moon dough recipe. Um, it's not something different. Um, and the wonton basically is um, your roti dough rolled out extremely thin, like a pur. So it's basically also, so we were speaking about the samosa pur last week and then we continue in our conversation today. Your wonton is basically um, samosa pur, just not fried. Um, not cooked, mm -hmm. not baked and not fried on the tava. It's your raw samosa per dough, uh, rolled out thin like your samosa per, uh, cut into obviously the shapes desired and then uh, folding it with a stuffing inside and that you can use in soups and stuff. So basically your wanton falls is a dumpling and they all have the same recipe as your moon dough and your samosa per. Okay. Now, let, let, let's talk about a little bit about dumplings before we go into moons. I think moons, we're going to have a bit of more chat on that. Dumplings, there's a lot of different recipes of making dumplings. Uh, like, you, it's just flour and salt, um, baking powder, a uh, bit of butter. You can put a bit of, uh, of green chilies in there or mixed herbs. And everybody has their own variation and own ways of making dumplings. Obviously, you're going to make dumplings. You've got to either put in sugar beans, baked beans, chicken curry, mutton curry, or a stew. It has to be gravy. And um, dumplings, a um, mixture is very, like, soft. It's very, very soft. And you just make your dumpling. It's, there's nothing firm in dumplings. And you put it into a pot and let it steam. Close a little and let steam and low that your dumplings raise as well. Okay, so that's the dumplings that we know here in South Africa. That's like a bread form of dumplings. Yes. Mm. But you get all different types of dumplings. So um, we, we we can have a chat about this dumpling that Appa is mentioning where um, you, you, you can add spices and herbs and variations to your dough and add it into your curries and have it uh, cook up in the curry and steam it and then you eat it as a form of the bread um, in place of bread or roti in your, in your food. And then the other form of dumpling is a form of a savory dumpling. Okay. So it's basically also um, your moon dough. Um, you can use the same recipe. It's basically a, a recipe of flour and water into a dough rolled out really thin compared to your normal uh, moon dough is a little thicker with a filling 
and then you close it. You can steam it to cook or you can fry it. And it's more for Asian Asian mm-hmm. um like a Chinese falls, type yes, of thing, it falls yes. Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. But I noticed our South African people are enjoying Asian cuisine. So everybody's trying all these different Asian street foods and dumplings in wontons are a form of Asian staple food and street food. Um, and now with Ramadan coming up, I thought it would be nice because it's also like a form, like instead of making just your basic moon, you can experiment with the same moon fillings in the dumpling form. And then instead of um, frying, deep frying your moons, only you can steam these dumplings or you can pan fry them as well. And that's basically also a form of a dumpling. So you just take your flour... And your water. water. That's it. Yes. And you make, um, you basically make a dough and then you roll it out and then you can have it into a different shape. So a lot of the shapes of dumplings is they uh, cut it uh, with a round circle cutter, put your filling in and then they, you know, they um, close it with all these different shapes. You can pouch, uh, you can pinch it into a pouch, you can pinch it into um, something that looks like a moon or um, you can make these um, flowers or fish. There's no um, limitation to the closing way of it. It's just closing the the filling in the dough and you steam it or you can even fry it. Mm. And the same thing with the wonton. So, uh, Alhamdulillah, Ramadan is going to be again like in a winter time for us. So, it's a nice option. Um, you know, everybody doesn't like to have halim only. Mm. And wontons work so lovely in soup. You know, you can steam them and fry them on its own, but the ideal thing is to have it in a soup. And um, you can make your wonton soup. You can make all different types of soup and make little chicken fillings or your shrimp fillings or whatever fillings you want to in your wontons. And you drop them into your soup. It's so filling and it forms like a whole full meal. And it's also um, easy on the digestive system. So you don't feel like it's so heavy. I know a lot of people feel halim is filling, but it's very heavy. Mm. It it like pulls you down. So wontons is a nice thing to look into. And also this Ramadan, it's going to be a little difficult for us because of the load shedding. Mm. So these are items that you're not going to make and keep in your freezer. Yes, fresh. These are items you're making fresh. So you can make it and you can make for maybe one, two days, make for your neighbors or make to send us to the masjid. Something different, everyone's going to be wowed by it. And also it's not, um, you don't have to stress about it going off in the freezer. And it's good and healthy and light. But it's very filling. Is there a special way to fold it? No, there's no special way to fold it. So what the wontons, what I noticed... um, a lot of the a lot of the traditional folding is more like a Chinese uh, fortune cookie where you have a square, you put your filling in the middle, you fold it over into a triangle and then you just um, you like bend it over your around okay. your okay. finger and then it comes like a yes, it's a very like simple a easy yes. okay. very simple, easy way to do. That's your basic traditional look on a wonton and you drop it into your soups. You know, you can make a nice chicken ginger uh, broth soup, drop in your chicken, um, then you can take out the chicken from your from your soup and then you shred it 
fill it into your wonton wrappers, close them in, and drop them into the broth that's still um, left. And there you have like a chicken uh, wonton soup. You know, you don't have to also go and find very traditionally Asian recipes if those are not the taste buds that um, you enjoy. Not everybody you can put enjoys anything it. you want to you put. Can, yes, you can take your normal white soup recipe instead of taking your chicken and your vegetables and your vagari in it and then you putting it into a soup, you can still take your vegetables, your onions, your packet soups, your powders, mix it, make your soup. Your chicken, you can cook it down with some salt, some pepper, green masala, some fresh herbs, shred it a bit, pack it into your wonton wrapper, drop that into your white soup also. And it doesn't have to be a clear soup. You can put it into your white soups, your yellow soups, your vegetable soups. There's no limitation, but it adds uh, a depth and it brings a new texture into the soup and it brings a new variation onto your table and you're exposing your children to something new and your families to something new. Do you make your wontons with hot or cold water? Um, you can use cold water, it's fine. It's fine, all right, okay. So I think we've learned something new about wontons. I'm definitely going to try it out, inshallah. Okay, our question for today is what's your favorite summer drink and who did the most cooking in your home when you were growing up? And we welcome any of your cooking and baking questions or concerns. 072-786-1548, okay? One of the listeners are responding to a question on who did the most cooking in your home. She says, Assalamu alaikum, wa alaikum salam, for a beautiful show, always interesting. Amen, sister. You're always welcome. My late mom was the one who did the mass cooking and no family function was complete without her hands. She would do it from start to finish. Alhamdulillah. Family members will give her the invite first course. It was a given that she was doing the cooking. Her food was always tops. Alhamdulillah, we have gotten in a burn on a small scale now. Yes. I think we always look to the LP to do the cooking. And they were always very well, they were very eager to do the cooking, you know, when, when there was a family function at home. If you go back to our elderly mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, aunt-in-laws, aunt-in-laws, mother-in-laws, you know. It was something that they enjoyed. Alhamdulillah. And also, I just, not that our food is not nice or the, the generation above yes. us is not nice, but their food just had so much more flavor because they did everything more the traditional way. They'd roast their spices, fresh themselves, grind it themselves, add it to the pot. It took their food to a whole different level of flavor because... In today's time, the reality is we don't have the time. We buy everything ready. Our powders, our, our spices are, are, are roasted and powdered already for us when we buy it. And then we just add in it to our food. But they would make the time to roast their spices themselves, grind their spices so that spices had... And they didn't have quantities made in bulk. So their, their stuff was always more fresh, fresh and yes. flavorful and the aroma, you could smell it down the road. Which today, I mean, if you walk into a home, yes, you can smell the food cooking. It smells amazing, tasty, it makes you want to eat. But in the 
previous generations, you know, doors used to stay open, windows used to stay open, you could smell your neighbor's food, and you'd be tempted, and it just had a different environment, different atmosphere, and the older generation, yes, they were taken for granted that they would cook, they would cook, but also, um, you know, they, they drew us indifferently to help. Absolutely. Where today yes. we don't have that. And, you know, and I think what we learn from them, we should actually treasure that. Yes. We and their recipes and their ways and their methods should never be forgotten. Never be forgotten. And always remember um, them in your du'as as well. Okay, let's talk about uh, moons now. You know, why does a moon do have to be made on a stove? So a moon dough needs to be made on the stove because you want to cook it. It's like a shoe dough. You want to cook it so that the flour when you eat it doesn't have that raw taste to it. Mm. So basically that's the only reason why you cook in your moon dough on the stove is to cook the flour so that it doesn't have a raw taste. But apart from that, there's no other reason. So basically, your mundo, your wonton wrapper, your dumpling, and your samusapar, we cook it all so that it doesn't have that flour taste. Mm -hmm. That's that's an unpleasant taste. Okay. Uh, can you freeze mundo? So yes, actually you can because... I haven't tried it myself personally, but you find frozen moon um, cut up, yes. moon dough cuts that's ready for you I to use. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. I haven't personally tried it, but I know someone that only uses it, you mm. know. And it's a big market because, like we've said also, today's times people don't have the time to really go cook the dough, let it cool, cut it, shape it, and then fill. So everybody just wants to make their fillings, buy all the doughs and the purrs and the pie, uh, pie, pie dough ready and give it to people who do this as a business to fill their savories for them because unfortunately people leave home 6, 7 in the morning, come home 5, 6 in the evening. Saturdays they trying to sort out all the other um, you know commitments that they have. Sunday is basically your only day you have with your family. People don't have time in today's time unfortunately so yes you can freeze your moon dough if you have made home dough um, homemade moon dough and frozen it do let us know how it comes out because I personally haven't tried it me too I haven't tried it as well okay let's go to our okay, let's go to our recipes and we're going to go to our whatsapps so today we share them with you a selection of moon savory recipes now these recipes were shared uh, to me from Marhuma Antikare Chai Prime um, you know a while back as well so please remember her and all the Marhumin in your duas Amin. so for the moon stove recipe you're going to require two cups of water the two cups of water two tablespoons butter two tablespoons butter um, a pinch of salt a pinch of salt bring to a boil so basically you're going to take your two cups of water two tablespoons of butter and a pinch of salt you're going to bring that to a boil then you're going to add two cups of flour then you're going to stir this vigorously until it forms a ball knead into a smooth dough roll out and cut with tupperware cutter dip with egg place a spoonful of filling into the center and close over tightly dip in egg and breadcrumbs and freeze so i think you know when you're making moons i think you need to work very quickly when you put your flour in mm. 
And it's nice to make it in a, in a, in a non-stick pot with a wooden spoon. Yes. Uh, so why you have to work quickly is when you put your flour in, if you don't work quickly, you're going to get lumps. Lumps, yes. Okay. Then for the chicken jalapeno moons, uh, the, rec- the recipe is as follows. 500 grams of chicken pellet uh, cut into cubes, into tiny cubes. There's 500 grams of chicken fillet cut into tiny cubes. A half a teaspoon of garlic. A half a teaspoon of garlic. One tablespoon of butter. A tablespoon of butter. Three tablespoons of crystal hot sauce. Three tablespoons of crystals hot sauce. Two tablespoons of jalapenos minced. Three tablespoons of jalapenos minced. One teaspoon salt, a teaspoon salt, a quarter teaspoon lemon pepper, a quarter teaspoon lemon pepper, and a sprinkle of black pepper. Okay, then you're gonna what you're gonna do in a non-stick pot, you braise a chicken on high heat in butter till it's dry. Then you add sauces and spices and cook till water is burnt out. Add mazina and paste and allow to simmer till thickened. Set aside to cool. When cool, add the cut-up jalapeno and fur moons. Now for the mazina paste, you will take a half a cup of milk, a tablespoon of mazina. You make it into a paste and you make it up onto the stove. Uh, and then you throw it into that uh, chicken filling as well. Or you could just take your milk and your mazina, make it into a paste and add it to your filling as well. Now for the vegetable moons, you will require... One shredded baby cabbage, one shredded baby cabbage, one grated onion, remove all the water, one grated onion, you remove all the water, one shredded green pepper, one shredded green pepper, you could use uh, the red pepper or the yellow pepper as well, your colors are optional, one cup corn, some grated carrots, boiled rice noodles, and mushrooms are optional. You stir fry the veggies in oil and a tablespoon of aromat, salt, pepper, green masala. Let it cool. Then you make a sauce of a tablespoon, one, tab- one and a half tablespoons of butter, one cup milk, and one and a half tablespoons of mazina. You boil this together. When cool, add salt, pepper, green danya, spring onion, equal amounts of cheddar and mozzarella cheese. And this is a lovely recipe, a vegetable moon recipe. If you want, you can leave out the cabbage. You can leave out the cabbage and maybe put in some potatoes in there or put in some chicken in there as well. So if you don't want the cabbage, you can leave out the cabbage. But actually, it would be nice with the cabbage as well, Sakia. Uh, yeah, it, it does sound very nice. I haven't had cabbage in a savory though before. Me too, me too, yes, okay. Recipes are available on our website. Go to radioislam.co.za. If you don't have access to internet, call Sita Faiza on 011-854-7022. She will gladly assist you. You can also follow me on Instagram. It's Amara underscore Mula. The recipes are on my Instagram page as well. Okay, a question from Sister Shamima. She says, do you beat fresh cream with icing sugar or caster sugar? So if you want, um, so it's probably to make cream to pipe on your cakes and stuff. So you use um, icing sugar, not caster sugar. Okay. Another question from Sister Shamima. My spring rolls tends to lose taste. Once I fry, do I add more sauce? 
add more sauce and more spices as well because maybe remember um, you put in your filling into a wrapper that is plain that has no taste right so it's not it's losing taste once you fry in it it's just because now you add in extra um, you it's like adding a potato to a curry that has extra salt to break the salt down so it's not so it's more ingredients in so that you can have um, the flavors balanced out so all I'll do is I'll add a little bit more salt and I'll add a little more of your uh, seasonings as well um, if you don't want too much sauce you don't have to add more sauce you can just add in more spices to your recipe the same spices of your recipe just up it a little bit um, so that when you do fill it into the wrapper and then you fry in it and you bite into it the filling uh, the flavor is still flavorful Right. Another question from Sister Shamima. Can I grind up black and white sesame seeds and add to breadcrumbs to give a different look? Yes, you can. You can add in your. You can add in the white and black sesame seeds. You don't even need to gr uh, grind it up. You can add it whole. I think black sesame seeds just add such an amazing. Um, texture and look to everything um, even to your salads and stuff you can throw in poppy seeds as well you can add in black and white poppy seeds there's there's no um and you can add in you know your dried herbs to give it a, a nice look as well there's no limit. and then you get the coloring sesame seeds as well yes yeah, so if you throw in uh on the top of your bread, you can throw the colored sesame seeds. But if you're going to throw the colored sesame seeds into your dough, it is going to... Um, the color is going to mess so your dough. So it'll be dough. very nice. But yeah. if you want, like, if you want to make it look about, um, I'd say, funky for the kids and, like, make it look exciting, you can make it like a rainbow bread for the children, yes. Then you can throw in your color, uh, color um, sesame seeds as well. Okay. The sister says, I freeze leftover moon dough when it stays perfectly fine. Then, then when I have some leftover filling, I use it up in that dough. Just throw and roll out as normal. Okay. okay. Thank you, sister. Thank for sharing that, that with us. Nice to try that out. Um, okay. This one says, I only make the no-cook moon dough made with boiling water and I always freeze my leftover dough. I dip my moons into thin lay instead of eggs and it comes out crispy. Yes, I've learned that a few years ago, instead of uh, dipping your savouries in egg, even your jalapeno samosas, even your spring rolls, your moons, irrespective, you dip it in um, your samosa lay and then you dip it in your breadcrumbs. It also works as a glue. So if you do have any cracks on your pur or your dough, um, you know, especially with your moons and your spring rolls, even your jalapeno samosas, you don't have so much of the breakage and the the bursting because now the lay is the it's like a glue okay another lovely question coming through can you add baking powder in the recipe of when adding your flour and water to the dumplings love the program can you put this in an air fryer as well as well because it makes it crispy from cape town a sister from cape town so um your dumpling recipe that you put into your into your gravy or your stews that one there you can add baking powder or you can add yeast and then you have even like Appa said the soft dough that you drop in into your gravy or your stew to cook that's going to steam the dumpling that we were sharing the rest or that we were talking about that you can steam or you can fry yes you can air fry it you won't add a rising agent into that one 
it's just a recipe of basically uh, flour and water. Other people add in eggs as well, uh, but that's not that's not a requirement if you want to make your dough more rich. So it's basically water, flour, you make a dough, you roll it out, you add your filling, you shape it however, and then yes, you can brush it with oil and add it to your air fryer. Mm, it will give it a good, um, crunchy, healthy, more healthier option. Otherwise, in a normal frying pan with some oil or butter, you can fry it also. Okay. Another lovely question coming through. This one says, when making chicken strips, can one omit an egg? Also, what does the buttermilk or milk added to the marinade do, as some recipes have buttermilk in it? I must tell the sister, the buttermilk works wonders. It tenderizes the meat, it makes it more juicy. So if you take a recipe that doesn't have um, your chicken or your your chicken strips or your chicken pieces uh, to set in a buttermilk or brine mixture before you coat in it to fry, you'll notice that chicken's very dry mm. when you fry it, after you fry it. But if you um, marinate your chicken pieces or your strips in a buttermilk mixture or even a brine, and then you coat it and fry it, you'll notice that the chicken's more moist. Okay. And sister says, when making crumb chicken using bone chicken, does one need to cook the chicken beforehand or can just marinate crumb and fry? You can just marinate it. You can marinate it. Or and you then can cook you it can, also. Obviously, you'll cook it at a lower temperature mm-hmm. for a longer time. Or you can uh, you can cook it in, st- or you can even steam it. Um just steam it with fresh uh, ginger, garlic, green chili, salt, pepper, and then afterwards you put it into your marinade, so your marinating powder, and you coat it and then you fry it. But you can cook it from raw in the deep fryer as well. Okay. Well, the sister must please repeat the chicken filling recipe. Well, I don't have really much time to ch- uh, repeat the chicken filling recipe of the moons, but recipes are on the website. Go to radioislam.co.za or call Sister Faiza on zero double one eight five four zero um, eight. 011-8547-7022 or look it up on Instagram at Amara underscore Mula. I've got the recipes on my Instagram page as well. And um, the sister wants to know, another sister wants to have a live poor recipe which is on the website as well. And then um, a vermicelli recipe is also on the website as well. So you can go on to visit our recipe page, our, uh, our website on radioislam.co.za and you can view all the lovely recipes as well. Okay, another question. How many minutes should I fry fillet? Want it to be juicy still? It depends on how thick your fillet is. If you have a very thin cut fillet, plus minus a minute on each side is enough in a hot pan or medium to hot pan. But the thicker the fillet, you have to cook it uh, You have to cook it longer. So um, it varies. It can go between three to five minutes a side. Um, remember, um, also, cooking it on a very um, low heat, but with an open pot, takes out the moisture. So that could be also why it's drying. Okay. I want to share one of my tips with chicken. You know, if you're going to be making, say, chicken, you decide in the morning, okay, I want to be making like a chicken, crumb chicken or something like that. So what, what you can do is, when you're marinating a chicken, just sprinkle a bit of meat tenderizer in. And you're going to fry it out maybe in the afternoon or evening. And then you find that your chicken tenderizes much quicker. Okay. If you're frying it raw. If you don't have a chance to cook it up. But I think that buttermilk actually works wonders. It basically tenderizes your chicken as well. Even yogurt for that matter. 
Yes, and uh, so buttermilk and yogurt have cultures in it, which breaks down the protein in the meat. So that's why it helps tenderize. Okay, that's where we leave it for today. An- another lovely, informative, interesting program. I've learned so much about the wontons. Definitely a try for me, and I'm sure most of the other listeners as well. Tisakala to our producer Mumtaz, our guest Zakia Mohammed, and Tisakala to you, Zakia, our engineer as well. Inshallah, little worlds, you will be back next week. Do remember us and all the marhumin in your duas as well, and all the sick and ill as well. From me, Amara and Zakia, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.